0: Welcome to Gold Silver Pros. Hey everybody, this is Rob Keens with GoldSilverPros.com. It's December 12th, 2022, and it's a Monday, and you know what that means. It's Mining Stock Monday. And Mining Stock Mondays are where we go over different investments in the space, the leverage equity space in the gold and silver market that we like. And I'm going to be talking about a company I've talked about a couple of times before on the channel and wanted to bring them back because I think they've sort of crossed a Rubicon in a way and that they're advancing their company. Uh, This company is called Gold Mining Inc. So I'll go ahead and we'll do the share screen on that. You can find it uh, on the TSX in Canada under GOLD. If you're trading here in the U.S., uh, you can trade it on the NYSE American, which is uh, the junior of the New York Stock Exchange market under GLDG. And if you're in the U.S. and you want to trade that TSX uh, stock ticker, you can do it. Just go to Charles Schwab or a number of other U.S.-based carriers, which will allow you to trade these Canadian stocks at no additional charge. Uh, that definitely can save you some money, but you can also get it here on the NYC American if you wish. Uh, The first thing that I want to go over with this one is basically the resources and their balance sheet. They, for a long time, were grabbing resources and putting it to an incredible portfolio. I'll show you that portfolio in a moment. And essentially what we call that in the gold and silver space or the mining space really is land banking. They were land banking a bunch of different properties, developing those properties to see what they have. Now, the great thing about that gives you optionality. You can develop those properties as your own. You can develop those properties and move them off to other people. All of those different types of things tend to be very positive for existing shareholders. For example, if they develop a project and somebody, a major comes in and buys one of these projects from them, a lot of times as a shareholder, you get a nice boost in price because they're gonna offer a premium to, to take that project on. And then the major will go and work that project and uh, it, you can you know sell your shares or take the new shares or, or whatever you want to do. But it's generally very positive for investors. However, with all of the different projects in their portfolio, I see them having the ability to develop some of these projects and we definitely think they're going to. So what do they have so far? That's the question. Well, as you see on the screen here, 16.2 million measured and indicated resources. As a refresher, for those of you who who don't remember the dr- the drilling categories or the resource categories, when you drill... And you look at what you have and you have that assay to independently. dependently, you're going to come up with a resource estimate based upon all the holes you're sticking in the ground. And what you do is you build a map and you figure out what's in the ground for your project uh, in summary. But as an investor, if you want to know how good uh, those resources are, one of the things you look at is a category. So measured and indicated is a nice category, meaning they've drilled enough out that they have a fairly good idea of what's in the ground, okay? And they have an additional 16.2 million inferred resource. Inferred is a little bit less drilling to it. Uh, To really turn that into a bankable uh, study uh, that people will invest in, they need to get up to M&I. But just the fact that they have an additional 16.2 million ounces sitting there in inferred, they just drill that out. uh, That's a, a huge amount of additional resources. So for right now, you can pretty much say that they have about 30 million ounces of gold equivalent resource. Uh, a newly wholly honed a subsidiary of Gold Mining Inc. is U.S. Gold Mining, and it's focused on advancing the Whistler Gold Copper Project located in Alaska, USA. So this is one of these projects where they 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 found a project and they said, you know what, this project in and itself is a great project. So we're going to put it into a subsidiary and they have their own dedicated team and board of directors that are going to be managing that project. They also have gold royalty, which is a huge benefit. And I'm going to show you a clip from the CEO here in a moment talking about the benefits of gold royalty. They own 15% of that. And what they did was they took a lot of their projects and did royalties on those projects and formed gold royalty. Uh, it's a 90 million IPO built upon the strength of gold mining's assets as an annual cash flow of 1 million from G Roy dividends. And that's G Roy is gold royalty if you're interested in that one. So this was started by the same group. They uh, developed these royalties on their existing properties. And it's a great way to create a new royalty company. So it's kind of like an extra bonus. They also have 80 million in cash and equity holdings. Uh, That's enough funds for them to continue operating for quite some time. They do have uh, this US 20 million BMO has actually been reduced to 10 million. They pay 3 million of it back. They have a small balance, but they reduced it to reduce their carrying costs. This has actually come down just a little bit, but they do have that facility if they need it. So if they get to a point in which they want to develop a project and they need money, they have it. And that's the key thing to remember there. They have a lot of stuff going on. We're going to show you the map of what they got. Here's all the projects they have through the Americas. And it shows you which ones, you know, how much gold and silver they have. They also have a ton of copper measured and indicated. Uh, what is that, 1.6 million pounds or 1.6 billion pounds, the gold equivalent, 16.2 million ounces. So they've got some variability in what they got. And and polymetallic portfolios are good because sometimes gold and silver are up, sometimes they're down a little bit, sometimes the base metals are up and down, and it's a good way to balance your returns. And we're also finding that these polymetallic deposits are where you get a lot of your gold and silver. We know you guys watching uh, Mining Stock Mondays before, that when you're looking at silver, 72% of that doesn't come from primary mines. You get it from a byproduct. And so you're going to see this in a lot of projects. You're going to see a lot of mixed projects, but it's good. Copper's doing very well. It recently hit 15-year highs in, in price, and it's in a bull market. Gold and silver have had nice little upticks la- uh, lately. So you're starting to see some movement in the commodity sector. I think we're at the beginning of a big commodity boom. And so you're looking at a company like this. You're looking at multiple assets. You're looking at multiple projects. The more projects you have going into commodity boom, Think of it as the more swings of the bat you have to hit that home run. You're going to hit a big one in there, but along the way, you're also going to have those nice singles, doubles, and triples. And all all in all, it's going to add up to a nice return on your investment. Another thing I wanted to point out were some some other recent advancements. Uh, They created Gold Royalty. It's $100 million in value. They've modernized and updated mineral resource estimates over 75% of the resources. So as they acquire a property, they go out and do additional work. They fill in, uh, do some drilling, get some better uh, resource estimations, fill in their maps, know what they really have. And they spend a lot of time doing that. So they really know what's in their portfolio. They strengthen their technical team with adding some additional people that had a lot of experience, geologists, as well as some financial uh, members as well. Uh, their inaugural drilling program at Lamina. Followed recent positive PEA results. That's our preliminary economic analysis. It's where they it's the first step in figuring out is this project going to be profitable? And they've estimated they have after tax net present value of that project at two hundred thirty one million. That means net of all carrying costs, interest, and all that kind of stuff. That's what they expect to get out of it. So on that project, they believe it's worth two hundred thirty one million at the end of the day. Of course, they have many other projects as well. Also wanted to talk about. Sorry, as I get back to it, uh, on slide six, the, the global reserves. Now, you guys have seen this from Tommy Costa of Crescat Capital. You've seen it from me. We're going to hit a gold cliff around 2017, 2018. You can actually see that gold is starting to fall off in terms of total proven and probable reserves in 2012. And proven probable reserves are the highest quality reserves. It's what you know you're going to have in the future. And that has been falling, and that's going to continue to fall. And if you look at cut Capital's research, by 2030, we hit the gold cliff, or it literally goes like this. It's like a reverse waterfall. It just goes boop, and we're lacking reserves. So if you think about the world the next five to six years, who's going to make the money in an environment where gold is going up because of all of these uh, world economic and financial problems? the company is going to make money or companies like that have gold mining assets, like gold mining, Inc. Think about each of these projects and how accretive or how beneficial they're going to be to the balance sheet as gold is going up. And ladies and gentlemen, we hit this gold cliff, which really drops off in 2030. That's going to make a big difference And people that hold the future reserves that are being looked at now for the future are going to make a lot of money. And that's the goal here. What I want to do is help you guys look at different, uh, perspective investments, do your research, figure out what works for you, but I wanna bring you the highest quality names. And I'm looking at stuff that not only is doing well now, but the company has a long-term plan. And you can tell very clearly and distinctly, this company has a long-term plan. They're not screwing around. They're really trying to develop. So you look at the top of this slide here, look at the total peak market cap. From 2010 to 2012, the resources that they currently have are worth almost a billion dollars. And counting for inflation, you could easily say that portfolio is a billion dollars in 2010, 2012 terms, more than a billion, maybe 1.2. You could revalue that very easily to a cool billion. The total cost of acquisition is about a tenth of that. So they got all this for $81 mean. Why? Because if you look at between 2010, 2016, gold sector was, was in a bear market. They acquire a bunch of assets that aren't worth as much. We have that nice uptick in gold from 2016 to now where we're in that you know cup and handle pattern. You got that nice uptick. You got a lot of money coming back into gold. Central banks are buying it like crazy. Now seems to be the time to invest in these types of leveraged assets, which as the gold price goes up, you're going to get more value. And I wanted to show you how that looks on a chart. So you see the recent pop in gold and silver, you see the recent pop in gold mining ink. It's very clear on Yahoo Finance. And as the gold market goes a lot of the equities go, that's true, but they're also leveraged. And by leverage I mean that every dollar that gold goes up, the spot market, the physical real market goes up. Let's say it goes to $1800 to 1801. That $1 is pure profit for mining companies because remember if, you know, if these projects are feasible at thirteen, fourteen hundred dollar goals, and we're sitting at eighteen hundred, that means every extra dollar you get for gold produced by these miners is going to be pure, unadulterated profit on their balance sheet, and that's where leverage comes in, and that's where leverage really helps you. And so I think that if you look at these projects, you could begin to paint the picture that oh, in a rising gold environment, and an environment where investment starting to come back into the miners, or we have this cliff where we're not going to have gold here pretty soon, we're not going to have enough. Now's the time to make those investments. And I think that's what the smart money is doing. They're making those investments now. One more slide I wanted to show you, and then I have some other stuff for you on Gold Mining Inc. Going down to slide number 34, and we're talking about that leverage. Look at what happens. Here's Gold Mining Inc. Since December 2015, here's a GDXJ, which is a junior gold mining index. And here's the gold spot price. Gold spot price up 31%. Uh, GDXJ, that junior gold mining index for the small companies and explorers and the people building their portfolio, 160%. Look at gold mining, 525%. And not only that, they've stayed above the rest of the fray. When you're looking for good investments, uh, you really want to look for those Cadillac investments, the ones that stay up when the other ones don't. Because insiders, the heavy buyers that don't sell during liquidation events, they hold are staying in, and then you have more people looking for good leverage equity investments are piling in as well. That's clearly what's happened to Gold Mining Inc. During a period of time from 2016 you know, to 2022, which is really tough on the market, and you can see this performance when gold goes up 2015 to 2016, up 525%. So in a rising environment, that's going to go up, and Gold Mining Inc. has done so good. And you can see recently from 2019 to 2020, it's up 400%. So when gold is doing well, the equities do even better, and Gold Mining Inc. is a poster child for that. And they get money first in this equity market because people know what. They know they have good resources in the ground. Let's go and reiterate why what makes a good company and why people invest they are taking this company a new subsidiary and have developed that project in other words they proved that they can take a project they can develop it and they can put a team behind it and they can move forward they've also proved that they had such great assets they could form and develop their own royalty company they didn't need to go to anybody else you can do your own and you can finance your own projects And that company itself, Gold Royalty, is seen by the market, G Roy, as being a great company in and of itself. That's more proof in the pudding that they have resources in the ground. And you would look at what they have. They have diversity. They have the gold and silver you want. But, ladies and gentlemen, we're in a commodity. We're at the beginning of a commodity boom. You want some copper, Dr. Copper. What speaks more positively to a booming environment than Dr. Copper? That's really going to help them quite a bit. Another thing that I wanted to talk about, or I wanted to show you, was. The value of this company from the first couple of times I showed it to you to now. Now, here's the CEO talking at the Precious Metal Summit recently here in the United States, and he's talking about their value and he's going to be talking about what they've unlocked and what they've done. And this more than anything, if you're getting into the mining equity space, there are a lot of companies out there that won't move projects. Maybe they don't have enough money. Maybe the management team's not right. Maybe that project just doesn't, you know, getting to that resource is really hard. And so what you're really looking for over time are companies that, one, stay true to their word and develop those projects, but to show that they can do it and show that potential. That's what the CEO is talking about here. I highlighted that, so I wanted to share it with you. Sorry, just a moment. Let me share sound on that. Make sure we get it. And here we go. This is what he's saying at the Precious Metals Summit.
1: The balance or the majority of our portfolio is weighted towards gold. We're more than 80 percent valued in gold, but we do have a significant component of copper and silver in the portfolio as well. To, with that launch, and when that was created just, just over 18 months ago, uh, it went public. Uh, the offering was upsized twice, and it raised $90 million US dollars on the NYSE, and largely backed and supported by a validation of the assets in that portfolio, which are all, are all contained within our portfolio. So we thought that was a very important validation of the assets we have and the quality of them and that people were willing to back a Royalty company made up entirely of those assets. So that was an important step. Another key aspect of uh, creating this company, uh, we have now uh, created a dividend flowing income for our company which amounts to almost a million dollars a year in dividend income we have which as a junior explorer that's a nice bonus to have and as Gold Royalty continues to grow they may have opportunities to increase that dividend, and that counts to the benefit of our company and our shareholders as well.
0: So we talked about. So he's talking about the value that they unlocked, and I'm going to come off the screen here for a moment. You're when you're looking at equities, you want companies to develop value. You want companies that are serially successful. You want companies to have projects that are actually going to work out. Sometimes the job is just, just too hard. But what he was talking about in that presentation, he's we, they've already proved out some of their assets, and that the market. Is valuing their assets at more than what they're trading at. Look at gold royalty. Look at what they did. Look at that royalty model and how much value they created. They still have tons of ounces in the ground that they're going after, but the market is definitely responding to them. And they do have the big shareholders for sure. The last point I wanted to make about gold mining, Inc. If you think about another way to think about gold miners, is how cheaply are you acquiring those ounces? So when you become a shareholder of Gold Mining Inc., you're going to pay about five bucks now. It's $4.93, I think, is my recent calculation of gold for the company's reserves. That's pretty darn cheap if you consider gold's trading around $1,800 right now. So you can get gold cheap, If but you want to also look at other projects because that valuation assumes you know uh, that they're all producing. So what do you do before the producing? Well, you also look at, okay, we know we can get gold in the ground cheap, but we also know how they're compared to their peers. So right now, the median for that market of the Junior Explorers is about 30 bucks an ounce. So they're trading at a 92% discount to the rest of the companies in Junior Mining. And those companies haven't all proved out their resources. Gold Mining Inc. has proved out a lot of the resources and continues to prove them. Why are they trading at a 92% discount? Mr. Market hasn't figured this one out, but they're going to figure it out. I, I can pretty sure guarantee you because... They are de-risking, they are proving out their project as they go around. And the other way to look at that is if uh, GLDG were priced like the average junior explorer in their space, their market cap would be about a billion bucks. So a lot more than the market cap now. So if you want to talk about uh, equity upside, which you really want to know at the end of the day, if you get down to brass tacks, which company is going to make you money? And it's all market cap, right? So if you own a share, the market cap goes up your share gets valued more because what is market cap amount of shares by price per share. If they're undervalued by 92% and we're heading into a gold bull market and they've done a lot of the de-risking and proving out of their portfolio. At what point in time do you say, Hmm, I don't really have too many more questions about this company. And there's tre- potentially tremendous explosive potential there. Um, what we got to have for this is got to have rising gold and silver prices management needs to continue to, to develop these projects and stay on mission that needs to continue to communicate to the market what it's doing, because communication is key to letting people know. So you keep people invested and keep people in there. Uh, but what I see is I see a company with a bunch of projects with a lot of potential that's already proven out a bunch and they're gonna prove more. And when this revaluation comes of all the mining stocks, cause it will, as gold continues to march up and the generalists move away from the rest of the stock market, which is selling off this year and they get into the mining equity space, you're going to see the whole equity space come up. You're going to see the GDXJ and the GDX come up. But what you're going to see with companies like Gold Mining Inc., they're Cadillac companies. They're companies that have done a better job, the companies that have a better of of proving out their assets and of structuring themselves financially and getting the market to pay attention. So yeah, all companies may go up. A rising tide raises all boats. But this isn't just any boat. This is a good boat. This is one that has a lot less questions about it than many of the others in their space. And those are the ones I really look at. And that's why the performance has been really good, not only in general, but it's specifically during times in which gold price is doing very well. So I think this is a potential good project for you. As I say in all my videos, look at the space, do your own research, please don't tra- treat this as investment advice. This is really research and education. But I think it's really good research. And I think this one has really good potential. And every step of the way, as we've been profiling this one, they've done a lot to keep us invested and let us know that this is a real miner that's going to do stuff. And in the space of mining, a lot of companies never, their projects never come to fruition because either they didn't get the money or the geology was too hard or the market wasn't good. Look at what Gold Mining Inc has done during a really tough equities market. We talked about how the equity space is down in the gold and silver miners, meaning the potential to go up is tremendous and it will, it's cyclical. This company has done better than the rest during the difficult times. So what do you think they're going to do when the times are good? When the golden price, gold and silver prices are soaring, when people are coming back into the mining stock equity space? We've seen this happen over and over again. We know it's going to happen. And now it could be a time in which you position yourself, not only in the bullion, but also in the equity space for what's coming to gold and silver. And you're going to do well in your bullion. But if you have a good portfolio of gold and silver mining stock equities, you're going to do even better because that leverage is really going to propel you. So again, I like this one. Again, do your research, but I fully recommend it. I'll be looking at this one very strongly. Uh, Of course, I've been following it for the last year, year and a half, and we feel pretty good about this one. We think this one's proving itself out as time goes on. We'll continue to cover it. We'll continue to bring it to the channel. And again, remember that you can participate as well. It trades both on the American and Canadian exchanges. So really no excuse. If you want to get in the game, it's there for you to do so. All right, this is going to end up this one. For Mining Stock Monday, appreciate all you guys. Stay tuned. Tomorrow we have the live presentation as always. And on Thursday, we have our Thursday night as well. Till next time, Rob Keynes with Gold Silver Pros.